Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Shall we start recording? Yes. Only 50 minutes later than planned. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you had to start with that, didn't you? You had to start with that. Sorry I'm late, guys. Jordan, Jordan North, just for, for the benefit of the Gene Divas, has done quite possibly the campest thing that's ever been done on this podcast in that Jordan North has taken a holiday off the back of a holiday. He's taken a holiday just to recover <laughs> from a holiday. He's looked at his diary. He's gone, a week is not enough. I need more. I'm a national treasure now. I get at least a week and a half. And so Jordan is now in Spain. Let's start the episode. Sorry, I'm 45 minutes late. I slept in. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like what country is Jordan in now? As in me or the actual country? No, well, I think Jordan, I don't think Jordan, the country, has been moved. I think that's probably still where we left it. And can you believe we're going on tour this week? Is that this week? Yes. God, I, I am literally a jet setter. Yes. <laughs> New York, Spain, Belfast. And of course, what should you done if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen? No, we're not, Jordan North. Uh, I'm more banquet, you're more spank it. And thanks to Kit for sending that one in. Very good. Um, as you can tell, we are recording remotely. I'm in Spain at the moment. I've just got back from New York. I've got terrible jet lag. I was up at I was up at five o'clock this morning, and then I fell back asleep, and my alarm went off, and I've just slept through it. So uh, sorry. Also, as well, um, not that you can see if you're listening, but I forgot to pack my razor. I managed to pack the pigging microphone here. But I forgot to pack my razor, so mm-hmm. I'm looking very. Mm. Oh. Anyway, well, no, you look, you look, you, you, and I can tell you do look very relaxed. 
and I'm not there, there's no that's not said as like with a with a slight you know edge to it. You you look very relaxed. You're taking out your. Could you just not do your oral jobs on camera? Oral admin. Taking out my brace. Yeah, uh, I do feel relaxed. I do. I do. Good. Yeah. Well, I, I texted you yesterday. No one deserved a holiday more than you, so I I stand by that. Oh, I forgot to reply. Sorry. No, I didn't. I didn't really need a reply. I put th- I put two kisses on the end, which implied end of conversation. Um, but no, I'm I'm glad you had a nice time. I want to ask you all about it in a minute. But shall we do our toast first? Yeah. Who should we toast to? Well. Ha, ha, ha. No, no, go, go on, go on, who should we tell us to? Well, I think Belfast and Dublin, because that's where we're going to be this weekend. To Belfast and Dublin. Cheers. I mean, long-awaited uh, in Belfast and Dublin, because, of course, it's been rearranged a couple of times, thanks to uh, Covid, uh, and then, well, Covid, basically. Uh, and, of course, the, these are the dates that we were supposed to be doing last last time for the tour so we're excited to finally get to uh, that side of the atlantic is it nearly two years ago since we we're meant to do belfast and dublin yeah potentially wow yeah so it'll be, it'll be lo- and of course you lived in belfast well yeah i lived um in omar in omar just, just not far away about 30 40 minutes away gosh yeah. and what and at what age were you i was seven when i lived in northern ireland gosh Till ten, I lived there for about three, nearly four years. Well, okay. Happy memories, or are you going to be slightly traumatised yeah. going back? Yeah, yeah. Lovely people. What I love um, about Northern Irish people is they've got a great, great sense of humour. Mm. Well, you'd you'd have to <laughs> shut up. They've got a real self-deprecating sense of humour. It's called slagging about them. Slagging. Slagging. It's when they're just really, really rude to people. Um, and apparently it's banter and they just call it slagging. When I did my BBC One Northern Ireland show, I learned all about slagging. Mm, it's, yeah, it's great. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Have you been to... And have you, have you been to Dublin? Yeah, I've been to Dublin a few times. One for a wedding and one for a stag do. Nice. Okay. And now another stag do. Yeah, another stag do. A second stag do in Dublin. So... Yeah, looking forward to it. How have you? How have you both been? How have you been, Ben? How, how's how's how are you, William? How's Mikey? Yes, everything's good, thank you. Um, we've got a bit of a drama. Can you remember on our last tour, I did probably the best three minutes on the tour. I talked about the infestation of box tree moth with my in my topiary balls. Can you remember that chat? Yes. 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 Yeah. I think the audience loved hearing about my gardening. Okay. Well, it wasn't we didn't get a lot. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's a serious matter because they're back with a vengeance. Uh, My balls are infested. I've had to spritz them with a luxury spritz. I thought they had... I thought that the the box tree itself has recovered, uh, but they have taken hold again. I have found a few little baby ones. I also have learned from my my friend or our friend, Jonathan, that these caterpillars or moths, if you actually... I Last year, I was just plucking them out with my fingers. But actually, I have cheated death because apparently they have some sort of tentacle or some sort of nodule that they can stick in you to bring a very, very severe allergic reaction. So, And I was doing it without gardening gloves. So I'm lucky still to be here. Wow. And I'm grateful you are. Wow, you you basically... You're basically David Attenborough, aren't you? You've I am. been in some dangerous situations. You're like Steve Irwin. <laughs> aren't you? Yes, yeah. rest in peace. Um, rest in peace. And just final other little nature note. 
uh, from me. The Robins, because uh, I know you've been worried non-stop oh, yes. about the Robins. They have flown the nest, the eggs have hatched, they've flown off. They did it over Easter. I only just noticed the other day. Uh, but the nest is gone. It's now sort of a dying nest, and I'm going to have to use gloves to get rid of right. that. Right, I'm not being funny. I've been in the best city in the world, a trip I've wanted to do since I was 11 years old. You've not asked me how it is, and we're I talking d- about frigging robins. I just... No, no, I thought we'd build up to it, keep them wanting to listen. Oh, OK. Yeah, it's called, okay. It's called radio. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've not listened to any radio as well for a week. That's do you not so do, you not do what uh, another one of your BBC colleagues, not on your station, I won't mention him, does? I heard that story. Do you know, it's funny, <laughs> I told that st- Tell this story, tell this story, because I told that story when I was in New York. There is a, uh, a radio presenter who's very popular in the afternoons who reportedly goes to New York on holiday with just a pair of underpants and a toothbrush and sits in their hotel room and just listens to New York radio or American radio stations and then comes home. Uh, I think it's just a bit of an industry myth, that, because no-one would go there and just sit in a hotel room. So how was New York? What did you do? Were you sitting in your hotel room in your underpants? Oh, thought you were never going to ask. Never going to ask. Oh, my God. Right. It is amazing. And before you go, and if you like me, you've never been before, people say... There's nowhere like it. It's my favourite place on earth. There's something about it. And you think, mm, is it really that good? Is it, is, it, is it better than London? It's completely different to London. It's completely different. In what way? Uh, well, I, I think it, it's got like a bit of a character to it as New York. I think London's got a slight character. Yeah, London has as well. London has as well, don't get me wrong, but like, there's a toughness about it. They do not mince the words in New York. What you looking at? Like, (laughs) they're quite, I suppose some people think they're rude, but let me tell you this, out there, their bin bags are fucking massive. I couldn't get over. (laughs) Right. I know there's a lot of sights and tours to see, but this is one of the first things I said when we landed, went went for a walk along one of the streets. And I was like, how big are their bin bags? Their (laughs) bin bags are huge. Everything's bigger in America. Everything's bigger in America, so I couldn't get over that. But, yeah, it honestly, like, I don't want to bore you too much, but it was, it was actually really amazing and I did everything I did all the touristy bits I went to a diner went... Was it, it? don't tell me you went to Ellen's Stardust Diner no I didn't okay, no. actually G&D for Jennifer messaged me uh, yesterday on, on Instagram to say hello just listen to this week's podcast and I really wish someone had told me not to go to Ellen's Stardust Diner before I went so there we go I felt slightly justified well, I could, no I wanted to go but was just, there's just so much to do there that we, we didn't get time I went to Cats which is which was probably one of my favourite things we did the musical no it's you must have heard of it Cats Deli it's world famous they've got like you go in there and Producer got, Ben's cat. They've got no. They've got like pictures of presidents up that have been, and basically, they make. And it's off the. It's that famous famous scene of when Harry Harry met Sally. Right. And he goes, "I love, I love what she's having." You know where she hasn't. You know. <laughs> I think I've seen. Is that with who's in that? Uh, is that Billy Megan, Crystal? Meg, Meg Ryan, is it? Yeah, I have seen it, but Meg, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, it was a long time ago. I seen it, so I went there, and basically, you get this massive butty. But when I say massive. It's huge. Do they I'll call it a butty over there? No, I think they call it a sandwich yeah. or a sub. Yeah. 
And it was weird as well because I've been craving because I love you know I love bread and butties. Mm. Yeah. So and I was we'd had a I'd had a bit of a late night and it was a bit weird. I was wandering around New York asking lots of people if I can get a New York sub from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fancy sinking my teeth into a New York sub. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking of you then. Like, okay. I was like, oh, but it's like 11 o'clock at night and I was like, oh, I wish William was here now. He'd find this so funny. I was like, I need a sub. I, was like, I, want, a new, I want a New York sub right now. I don't know you'd find that funny. But yeah. Oh, funny. Um, also, like... It was amazing, and I, I, I did everything, and it was actually the experience of a lifetime. Oh, look what I got as well. Oh. I got a oh, He's got an NYPD T-shirt. Yeah. Wow. Got that, and, and, I, got a, and I got a hat as well. Um, I was such a tourist That's there. nice, and, and, and in no way a cliche. No. What else did I do? I'm trying to think... Um, I did it all. I went. Oh my god! I went to the nine eleven memorial. That was. Yeah, it's very. Light. It's very sad, isn't it? Did you do the? Did you do the skyscraper? What the, the one that's been put up, sort of just next. No, uh, no. I, d- I didn't go in. No, um, but I, I've really like got better with lifts because you've got to do lifts out there. Yes. So, oh, I did it all. It was amazing. It was fantastic. I, although it's the same language, it's um, there was there's quite. A, they they read and I don't want to like play up to it too much, but they really don't understand the Northern accent. <laughs> uh, tw- Twelve o'clock at night in this late night store trying to find Rennie's. Honest to God, and I'm literally having heart attack. I'm going, love, love. Have you got any Rennie's here? I'm- Kiss me, mum, goodbye. Like thinking <laughs> I would, I would gonna. Is that after and all the American got, food? All the American food. I had to go out and get some Rennie's, and I couldn't find them anywhere, but. Then we found their equivalents. Um, they sell them individually. Oh, okay. And was this in a Duane Riade? Uh, I went in there. Yes. Christ. <laughs> no wonder they're all smacked off the tits. You can buy all sorts in them chemists. Yes. I've got... you got bloody... I've got a jar of... Ibu- I've got a lifetime supply of ibuprofen. Yeah, but they will go off, so it's probably not a lifetime supply of ibuprofen. Oh, will they? Um, Duane, do you know why Dwayne Reed's called Dwayne Reed? No. Well, Mr. Handsome, oh, here we go. Here you go. So, uh, Dwayne Reed's a big. Uh, basically, it's their boots out there. There's Dwayne Reed, and there's the other one, CVS. CVS, yeah. Who, who I actually I do the other podcast with. Yeah, I know that's JVS. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. God. Anyway, terrible. Um, it's called <laughs> Dwayne Reed because it started on Dwayne Street and Reed Street. Oh. Duan Street and in, Riade Street. Yeah, so it's called Dwayne Reed. But God, you can get all sorts in there. I had trouble bloody sleeping, so I thought I'll get some. Did you take that melatonin? Pills. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did, but I just forgot. <laughs> so, so you did. No, so no, yeah. When I said, did you take it? I don't really care if it's in your suitcase. Did you orally take it? Yes, I orally took it. And how about the, the pills? The- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so that right, so I did that. I'm trying to think what else. Their Rennies are called Pepsid, by the way. Oh yeah, I'm just looking in my notes on my phone. Pepsid. Also, mention right, all the brands now that you can't do at work. Also, you know I'm a bit, like I'm a bit, and I did. I, I'm a bit of a media junkie and stuff. Yeah, you did sit in your hotel room listening to American radio, didn't you? Oh my god, watching Fox News oh. for about twelve hours. <laughs> Honestly, right? It's like. 
Oh, because I like you know I'm like dead interested in the media and, and stuff like that. You know, well, and you I'm, did it for your degree, exactly. And I read a re- I read a really good book about about a year ago about Fox News and how it's his. So you start watching it and you're watching it and you think you think oh my god these absolute nutters surely they don't believe what they're saying mm. like no matter what your political spectrum is you watch it ben you watch it as well because you'll you'll find it fascinating you're going you idiot shut up two hours after watching it you're like goddamn liberals get me my gun <laughs> i need a gun i need to protect my family my rights my human rights you're like you're brainwashed after two hours you're like I'm t- i need to turn this off i need to it's m- absolute mad fox and friends <laughs> Jeez, I would, I'd set my honestly. I was setting my alarm every morning to get up to watch Fox and Friends. Fox, it's not Sooty and Friends, is it? No, but like you said, you're watching it going, "Oh, you act, shut up! You can't say that." And then, you, yeah, hor- like fascinating, absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And um, did you do any of the museums, like the the MoMA or the Whitney? Whitney Houston have a museum out no, there? No, she doesn't, and I was very disappointed because I did the Whitney thinking it was a Whitney Houston museum. Nothing about the bodyguard. All this modern art rubbish. Um, no, I went to the 9-11 museum. Oh, and you did the High Line? Did the High Line. Yes, yeah. which isn't actually that high, so that's probably good for you because it's not, like, yeah. high high. It's just a bit off the ground. Oh, my God, as well. Like, is there a British couple out there? In New York? Well, they've slipped through the net. Who used to listen to me on Rock FM? Oh, she was like, she's like, she came over. She was like, she was so lovely, oh, and she came over and she was chatting to them. And then um, the High Line's basically a walk. There used to be an, it's an old railway, isn't it? Yeah. And then on the last day, so it was in Brooklyn. You're gonna love this. Yes, Ben, William Hansen, we have made it. I was walking along the pier in Brooklyn. And a guy came over, a New Yorker, who'd lived there all his life, and said, are you Jordan North? I said, that's me. <laughs> and he's like, I love help I sexted my boss. Oh! And it was a real moment. And he says hello. Oh. We got a picture. And he started listening to us just over a year ago. Found us by accident. And he absolutely loves it. And he could not believe that we'd bumped into it. I met a... New York G and Diva. Oh. What, what in a in a city of six million people? Is it eight? It might be eight. It was a, honestly. I know. It, I know. It's a bit self indulgent if you're listening, but it was a real moment. I was like, this podcast that I started with my mates four years ago. I've gone to a city that I've always wanted to go to, and a guy listens to our podcast. Oh, and that was that was on the very last day. That was about two hours before I got my flight, and I was just like. And I know it's a bit corny. I was just like, that's a perfect way to end oh. New York. Oh, that's lovely. That's I'm almost getting slightly teary. Mm. So it was great, yeah, but the bin bags are massive. <laughs> All right, your, your big take home from a trip to arguably one of the most exciting cities in the world. Big bin bags. Yeah, and now I'm, now I'm in Spain. How, how's your week been? What have you been up to other than the box tree moth? A box tree moth and the, robin. and the robins. And I've been in Paris for, um, here we go, stand by everybody, for my mother's uh, significant birthday. Darlings, it's my 74th birthday, How but r- don't you ever, ever you tell anybody my age, darlings, and I will cut you dead out the well, even my James, if you repeat my age. We're going to Paris for one's birthday, and we're going to the home of Champagne Darlings. Let's go to the home of Champagne Darlings. 
So you went to Paris for your mum's birthday? Yes, that was very nice. We had a lovely time. Nothing really. We just did a lot of walking, to be perfectly honest. Um, I've did Mikey go? Mikey came, yes. It was it was the entire family. Christ, he's landed on his feet with you, Annie. <laughs> you go everywhere with him. Um, we just walked and walked and walked. Because we've done Paris before, so we didn't really feel we needed to sort of do all the sort of touristy things. Is it as good as what people make? Because I've heard mixed reviews about Paris. I mean, we saw a very nice side of Paris. Um, oh, OK. Yeah. It, like, it, the architecture is beautiful. I mean, it's almost the opposite of New York in that everything's quite low. There's nothing sort of... There are no massive skyscrapers, really. There are a couple, but not, not many. Um, so if that's your sort of thing, um, absolutely. But if you are going to go and do slightly more touristy things, I think that's where it perhaps gets... You know, like any tourist attraction, it's going to be busy. It's it's very commercial. But if you are just wanting to walk around and look at the, I mean, it is beautiful architecture. I mean, it makes. I mean, I love Regent Street. I think Regent Street's the most beautiful part of London. I just love the curve, particularly at dusk. But Regent Street just looks like a set of council houses in comparison to to the <laughs> architecture of Paris. We don't say council houses anymore. It's social housing. Okay, sorry, social okay. housing. You get my point, or some something where as much care has not gone into designing mm. it. Is uh, just I've always wanted to go, but I've heard mixed reviews. I've, oh, I've heard it's expensive. Going back to New York, by the way, bloody hell, it's expensive. And Christ alive, that they like a tip. Well, yes, Jesus. because it's expensive, and then you've got to tip twenty percent. Jesus Christ, it's it's so expensive. But I've, I've heard it's expensive. Is is Eiffel Tower as good as Blackpool Tower? Well, it's taller. Well, n- the reason why I ask is yes. because Blackpool Tower as a kid, was the most exciting aspect of my childhood. Right. Like, we, my dad would say, on the way into Blackpool, and I'm sure there's many G&D listening now, first one to spot the tower gets a quid. He always won. So none of us ever got a quid. <laughs> well, he, so he's driving, driving in the front in, seat. Yeah. And then you have, you, you, you think, you think I'm a bit, slow you'd always have our Dominic going there it is my mum going that's the pylon Dominic <laughs> so I'm waiting so um, and in Blackpool in Eiffel Tower it's just there right in Blackpool Tower yeah you've got jungle gyms you've got the tower dungeons you've got shops you've got a ballroom I'd argue that Blackpool Tower is better than the Eiffel Tower well probably I mean I think there's a restaurant well, there certainly used to be uh, up there it's in it's in uh, View to a Kill, the James Bond film. Uh, Grace Jones jumps off the Eiffel Tower, which obviously we don't recommend anyone doing. Thank you. Um, oh God, no! So it's no, but I, I I think you can do other stuff in Paris without doing the Eiffel Tower. Okay. If so, if, and that also it would be great for you because you can take the train, so you don't need to fly. Yeah. How was the flying? How were you with that plane? Because that's a long flight. Right. Okay. Now I know. Now now it's up to you. In which direction you take this, <laughs> Jordan? <laughs> what do you mean? No, I'm so, just going to let you. The flight was amazing because wow. this was um, a treat, the trip of a lifetime yes, for me. Yeah. A treat. Jordan North turned left. I may, <laughs> I may have upgraded to business class. It's called club. It's called club. We don't call it business class. And I will never not fly business. <laughs> <laughs> Have I changed? It's a slippery slope, isn't it? <laughs> like, it was so expensive and it was a treat, but oh my God. Like, you, I remember you said to me ages ago, once you've gone left, you'll never go right, right again, will well, you? Well, I, I, I've told you the story about my mother. The very first time that we flew, because above business or club on some aircraft is first. 
And we were very, very, very lucky that on from uh, about 10 years ago for my mother's other significant birthday, uh, we flew to America first class out, but then we came back in business. And my mother got off the plane when we landed back in London. She said, well, they treat you like scum in business, don't they? Because <laughs> <laughs> she had seen the bright lights at first. <laughs> no, all I'll say, if anyone's listening, and please don't message going, you've changed, you know, the same old you. If you ever get the chance, just... If you, and, I, and I appreciate if you ever get the chance, just do it to save on it. Because I, I know I'd say I'd, I don't think I'll ever do it again, just purely because it's so expensive. Do it on but, air miles. That, or, or the yeah, other thing for Gene Divas listening, and look, our friend Chelsea probably would know more about this. But I believe if you are booking flights and you you tell them at, at the check-in desk or whatever that it's your honeymoon, especially if it is your honeymoon, obviously please don't lie. Or you're, it's an anniversary. Sometimes. They, they register that and you can get bumped up. Mm, yeah. Some it's, airlines it's, are better than others at that. But yeah, and it, it's it's amazing, but it, you couldn't do it all the time because it's so expensive, but you just, you've got a bed, they give you, they give you whiskies on tap. I was <laughs> smashed. <laughs> and was, as a nervous, and it f- went so quick. Mm. Was it a daytime? It, it was a daytime quick. flight, wasn't it? Mm, she woke me up. The the flight attendant, he was so sweet as well. He's so lovely. He give us a bottle, of, give me a bottle of wine. Um, he woke me up. He went, Mister North, Mister North. I was like, Yeah. He's like, We'll be landing in an hour. Here's your breakfast. I was like, You've not stopped feeding me. This is great. <laughs> this is absolutely honestly. And before, like, I've seen how the other half live. Before, there's there's a lounge you can go in. Yes. And it's free drink there at the airport. Mm. It's nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So you sent me a very nice photograph as you were en route to the airport uh, of you in the taxi, mm-hmm. and you had decided to fly all in black. And I, th- I did. I nearly typed a message with for someone who's superstitious about flying. Is flying in black really the thing to do? But I decided I would not message you with that because I didn't want to freak you out. No, don't. And I read in GQ magazine that you should always travel in black. It's cool. <laughs> black doesn't suit blonde people though. Well, not me. Oh no! I d- not not I me. Not with know. blonde with very fair skin. Anyway, I'm not going to talk. And pl- and I hope if you're listening, you don't think, oh, oh you did. I just, yeah. I'm, it's it was it was a treat. And um, yeah, I said two years ago, if we can get a coffin full of snakes, I can get on a plane and go to New York. I just think that's such a slight class. on New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. So, yeah. Do you see any rats in New York? No, apparently they're massive. Yeah, no, I know. And I'm, everyone says, oh, do you not see any rats? And of course, you know what I'm like. I've seen rats in Washington, D.C. Oh. Oh, I have, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, off one plane, onto another, off to Ireland and Northern Ireland, which is exciting. We probably won't be flying business class, Jordan. I'm just going to put that to you now. But it's it's an hour's flight. Not an hour so. budget. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you'll probably get upgraded. <laughs> Not if, not if Stuart, our exec, has any way. <laughs> freaking like getting blood from a stone. It's, it's tighter than a crab's ass. Our exec. Now, boys, I've been, I've been looking at the accounts, and uh, I can't fly you. I can't fly you first class, Ben and, and Jordan to Belfast, because we're paying for William's private jet to 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 Dublin. I am. So you'll have to get on the easy jet, and and William will meet you there. It's well known within our podcast that um, Stuart does have a favourite and his favourite is William Hunt. <laughs> you know it. 
I mean, we love Stuart, but you and him have so much in common. Well, we're both Virgos, so we both get What's it. Vi- oh, no, both Virgos. Every time we go for something to eat, we all just end up talking about Soho House <laughs> Berlin or Paris, because they're both freaking obsessed with Soho House. Where did you stay in New York, Jordan? <laughs> How was your medium anyway. room? <laughs> Move on. I'm not member <laughs> yet. Um, look, yes, this week it's our tour. I mean, I'm slightly excited because I love uh, travelling around, and it's nice to do that. And it's also nice to go to Ireland and Northern Ireland after so long. Not excited because it's my stag do, obviously, and I have no idea what really, for a majority of what's happening, is going on. Um, and now I believe Dublin is sold out, but there are still a couple of tickets for Belfast if you would like to join us. Um, we're also going to have a bit of fun in Dublin. We're going to find the D in Dublin. I think it's at the start, uh, just that first letter. Uh, but we're also going to look for, for other D. Yeah, um, look, we still a few tickets available for Belfast. Um, so come along. And I know we've mentioned this a few times, but it, we put on a good show, we like to think, don't we? we? We don't just sit there and do the normal podcast. We put a show on and it's going to be William Stagdew. So if you want to come to Williams Hanson Stagdew, whether it's in Belfast or the rest of the tour, sexinmyboss.com forward slash live, come and see us. Shall we go to the listeners' questions? Well, I think beforehand we need to have a little bit of a break. Uh, and have a Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Maybe a New York-themed Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Cha-cha-cha. Oh, OK. Uh, no pressure. I've got, a, I've got an American thing. OK, well, that'll do. I'll accept. Yeah. Don't know if this is a scam or not, but I've just got a text saying I've won £250 or two tickets to an Elvis Presley tribute night. And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Hello, Dave Berry here. I want to tell you all about my brand new podcast, Doctor Next Door, that I've made with one of the country's leading heart surgeons and my real life neighbour, Dr. Neil Srinivasan. We'll be discussing medical myths, some of the burning questions that keep me up at night and give you the chance to put your questions to the doctor. Join me every week for Dave Berry's Doctor Next Door on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, Gene Divas, thanks for sticking with us. By the way, if you can hear uh, voices in the background, it's, it's my neighbours, I do apologise. Um, Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Don't know if this is a scam or not, but I've just got a text saying I've won £250 or two tickets to an Elvis Presley tribute night. It said press one for the money or two for the show. <laughs> Shall I get a New York one? <laughs> That's a terrible joke. One for the money, two for... Let me I know you look. love Elvis. I really just don't get it. We've never, we've never really talked about that. Have you we? need to get me into Elvis. Oh, is uh, just don't get me started because he's the man. Yeah, I'm a bit obsessed with Elvis. I reckon it, if I ever did mastermind Elvis, Burnley, or the Royal Family TV show, would be my three specialist subjects. I think you only get one. Yeah, or you because you talk about yourself that much. Oh. <laughs> You are just as well that you're recording on. We're recording on Zoom today, otherwise I'd give you a good old slap. Uh, now, look, we're going to uh, do a little competition. Instead of give me the D, we're doing once again tag for tickets, where we give away a pair of tickets for Lads on tour. Wow. Okay. For any date that you want to go to, one lucky winner will be able to take a mate to see William Hansen tied up live no, on stage. No, I'm not being tied and up. All the other fun we will have in our show. So whether that's a pair of tickets for our sold-out show in Dublin this Friday or anywhere else later in the tour. Uh, for a full list of the cities that we're coming to, you can head to sexdidmyboss.com slash live and to enter the competition, just go and find the post over on our Instagram. All right, shall we go to the listeners' dilemmas? Let's do it. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, First of all, I'd like to apologise for my grammar and spelling mistakes because even though my name sounds British, I am German. Ah, wie geht's? So, please bear with me, William. I've become a gene diva after you were guest on my now second favourite podcast, Private Parts. Since then, I'm a big fan and a regular listener and I have also worked my way through all of the earlier episodes. Listening to your podcast has taught me quite a lot about etiquette, how to deal with certain dilemmas and what it's like to live in London. But there's one question to which I haven't got an answer yet. In a few weeks, I will fulfil a lifelong cherished wish to travel to London and spend my holidays there. I'll be travelling on my own, which I don't mind. I love going on holidays alone and I always find it, find it exciting to discover places on my own. The only thing I don't like about travelling alone is going to cafes, restaurants or bars. I always feel like people look at me with pity and think I've been stood up from a date. So, what is the etiquette of being in a London cafe on your own? Is it okay to look at my phone the whole time or would I look better to have a book with me? I love just sitting there observing the world around me. Looking for your advice here. Thank you for always cheering me up with your great podcast. Keep up the good work. Yours sincerely, Nicola. She hasn't tried Gin and Bonnet yet, she also puts, so can we recommend a nice place in London where I can lose my virgin ID? Oh, very and good. And she loves it when we do German impressions. Oh, where can she lose her virginity? Well, there's an... I mean, there are also... I mean, most sort of bars of, of bigger, more 
illustrious hotels will stock de bonnet because it's a, a drink for an older market traditionally before this podcast um so the the goring hotel is where the queen mother would go and have uh her gin and de bonnets quite regularly if she wasn't at home so they will and they do a very nice one hamyard mm. in piccadilly also has de bonnet and does it very nicely you have to sort of tell them what to do but they'll do it yeah and, and let me tell you if you get a gin and de bonnet in london it's going to be really expensive so you're probably best making it at home. You're probably best making it at home. Nicola, my advice is... Now, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I've just got back from a city called New York, right? You and might over, have heard of it. And over there, they, uh, they do not mince the words. It's well known that New Yorkers can be quite brash and forward. So my advice is, if, anyone, if anybody starts looking at you when you're in restaurants and cafes on your own, just do a, what you looking at? What you looking at? In your German accent, what are you looking at? Uh, that was Italian. Yeah. I'm jet lagged, right? So that's my <laughs> advice. Just yeah, for, from an etiquette point of view, Nicola, when you go into a restaurant, particularly a good restaurant, and you say hello, table for one, please. Even if they take you to, to a table for two, they should immediately remove the cover that the other table setting uh. for that that second person. And they, even if the hostess just if the hostess doesn't do it, she will often take the knife and place the knife on the napkin, which signals to the waiter to then come and remove that setting. So I don't think anyone's going to think you've been stood up for a date because you are, in effect, sitting at a table for one straight off the bat. If they don't clear that other setting, yes, it can look weird. Looking at your phone is fine, but I think it it, it reads not as well as, as taking a book. Taking a book looks like you, you knew you were going to be on your own. It's absolutely fine, and quite frankly... Um, it's probably nice to, to sort of be away from your phone for a bit, so uh, a book is, is probably better. So that would be my advice. But I would also say that probably some of the anxiety is probably more in your head than it is in other people's. Mm. I love going and eating on my own, going for a yeah. coffee on my own. Yeah. Yeah, you no, don't. You, you hate being on your own. You're such an extrovert. What? You're I... such an... We've talked about this. You're such an extrovert. You hate being on your own. I'm the extrovert in the two of us. Yeah, well, I, mm. we did that thing when yeah, we were Yeah, but you and France. I were the same. No, we're introvert extroverts. We are, yeah, and I, I, my introvert quality comes out quite a lot. So it basically means, I remember you telling me, and it stuck with me, this was years ago when you told me this, so we, we can be extroverts, we're like going to parties and stuff, but we need two or three days to recover and, ref- mm. and get our energy back. God, I'm such... Yes. F- yeah, anyway, yeah. I miss going. I miss. I miss going to the pub on my own. I used to always go to Finney on my own, like a proper local. Mm, lovely. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's let's move on to this letter from Laura. Hi, William and Jordan. Thankfully, she has not put in the other one. I'm very new to your podcast and I'm hooked, often seen giggling like a lunatic out on a walk whilst listening. I'm from Bradford in West Yorkshire, so sorry, and have that typical northern lack of filter, meaning I often disgrace myself in social situations by being loud and disgusting, something which I genuinely was called at a wedding once. (gasps) Later this month, me, my boyfriend and my parents... She means my boyfriend, my parents and I have a long-awaited trip to Florida due to it having been cancelled three times. To celebrate us finally getting there and having worked extremely hard in some very difficult jobs throughout COVID, we have made the decision to upgrade to upper class. What a coincidence! Do it! Do it! If you can do it in West Yorkshire, that means God, they'll let anyone in now, won't they? (laughs) 
having only flown economy. And the fact they've put upper class tells me that they're flying with Virgin Atlantic. Uh, I need your help. What is the etiquette for upper class for an excitable and loud northern lass who may have had several G&Ds to get her money's worth? Uh, I'm not going to get Larry by any stretch, but are they used to people who aren't frequent upper class travellers who are very excited about this new experience? What is the done thing if someone well known is in the cabin? Do celebs even fly from Manchester? Uh, am I allowed to speak to them and get a selfie, or would I politely be demoted to economy or the overhead lockers and should leave them alone instead? Uh, I must remember to pack my filter. All the best. Yours loud and disgustingly, Laura. Laura. Oh my, you get yourself off, William. I'll handle this. Um, <laughs> Laura, yeah, just all I'll say is just go easy on the drinks and just be on your best behaviour. And if you see someone famous, maybe at the end of the flight, as you're getting off, ask him for a selfie. That's what I'd say. But not not during. I No, you see, I would disagree with you there. Would you? Because I think generally... Well, I don't know, because they could be in club for, for work purposes. And my, my attitude normally is if you see somebody of note who is clearly relaxing on holiday, for example, you see them on the beach, for example, which is not a place of work unless you're a lifeguard, um, then it's, it's sort of it's not fair game because they're having their private time. You can smile at them and say hello, but you shouldn't really sort of engage. That's, that's my general rule of thumb. Okay. But if you see them, let's say you go to, uh, oh, I don't know, you're walking around the city of London and you see Lord Sugar, I don't know, and he's working, I'm just trying to, there's a really crude analogy, then it's probably more fair game because they are in a professional setting. Um, on a plane, mm, it, I don't know. I'd say wait till, wait till you've landed. I'd say wait till you've landed and maybe ask there. Um, but, yeah, what, what is the general etiquette for being in business? What would you say? Just, just, enjoy, just enjoy it and get pissed. I but- have very strict rules. Oh, I don't on. know if you know this about me. Are you allowed? What are you? Are you? Are you allowed? Do you think it's all right to travel in trackies? Because I had my trackies on on the way back. I will take an outfit to change into mm. for when I'm then sleeping, but I will get on the plane properly attired. Okay, is my general right. rule. So, what's your other rules? People who get on the plane, the plane is still at the gate. The doors have not been closed, and you can always spot the person who is not used to flying with a life flat bed because they can't stop effing playing with the life flat bed oh look at this oh and they're doing all of this was that you oh my god that was literally me are you joking and then mine it's got so stuck. annoying and then yeah, you see because you were playing with it too much yeah and then before takeoff we couldn't get mine back up so because i kept playing with it up and down it's like being in the dentist it's amazing <laughs> well there we go uh, the other classic one is uh, when you get your glass of champagne and you feel the need to take a photograph with you in the champagne. <laughs> that was you as well. Did you literally watch me? <laughs> no, but I know your type. And I was going, I was like, I was literally couldn't get my head around. I was like, so I was going, so I can have any drink and it's and it's free. She was like, that's right. I was like, so I can have any scotch. I was like, I can have. She's like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, I'll have a champagne, two scotches, please. <laughs> Yes, you normally have one drink at a time. Oh, no. I made sure I had a few before I set off. Can yeah. I just ask a very boring, geeky airline question? Were you in the business where you are sort of opposite somebody, or were you all facing forwards? All facing forwards. Yes, the new one. That's the really nice new one. With the seatbelt that comes across you like a car. Yeah, no, it's nice. It's lovely. Because the old business was fine, but 
Mm, but the new one is really, really nice. They give you Lindell chocolates and everything, and then she gave. I got a box because I was eating so much. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I was like a pig in shit. I really was. But enjoy it uh, and just be on your best behaviour. Yes, is is always good advice. Um, okay, next one, dear William and Jordan. Help! I heard my boss is having sex. Oh. Uh, I work for different farmers around the country and I have just arrived at a farm where I have worked for a while, so I'm very familiar with the farmers and count them as second family. I was actually listening to your podcast without headphones and then I heard a weird noise, so I turned it off to figure it out. It turns out it was my bosses having sex and the wife was clearly enjoying it based on the moaning that came. How the F do I face them ever again? Do I disappear forever? Do I put it away in a box forever? Should I mention it to them? They knew I was in the house and this was not quiet moaning. Thanks for all the hours of episodes and all the laughter. Love from Iceland. Good luck with the name. And then there, there are basically a series of characters here. I, 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 I'm not even going... Jordan, you're really good with reading words. Let me just send that to you. Could you just give that a read? Oh, God. Jesus. Uh, that's from Rag and Hamburg uh, Ellen. R- right, from? Rag, Rag and Hamburg Ellen. Right, maybe... Uh, when you said Iceland, I thought you meant the shop. I was like, <laughs> it, God. Oh, you don't want to have sex in Iceland? Oh, God, I know a few people that have been... Uh, uh, go, go up against the freezer. No, I'm joking, I don't really. I'm that used to... Um, I, is that like some Icelandic tradition, that you have sex in front of your guests? Well, however you want to approach this, I would <laughs> suggest just not talking about it. I think yeah. put it away in a box, it happened, don't mention it, it's just going to cause further embarrassment. Um... Don't just just pretend you didn't notice or join in, right? Um, if any other G and Divas have experienced anything strange whilst listening to the podcast, let us know, and we'll crash on. Final letter from Katie. Dear William Jordan and PB, I'd like to thank you all very much for getting me through lockdowns with your wonderful podcast. I'm very much looking forward to seeing you all at the live show in Manchester soon. It's technically Salford, but potato potato you are the perfect combination for me i'm northern and share jordan's sense of humor but i'm also partial to a bon vivant buffet with alfresco manchettes yes katie <laughs> bon 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 what what's a bon bon buffet you've been to my bon vivant buffet with alfresco manchettes and christmas ch- chiquetti oh is that the was that the girl was that the hermaphrodites aphrodisiac no that was uh putting on the ritz i think was Which that... was the pudding pudding party. Oh, is that the one Hattie brought that pudding? It was bloody awful. I can't remember, because all of Hattie's puddings have been delicious. <laughs> we love you, Hattie. <laughs> I'm currently listening to old episodes from 2019, and to my astonishment, William announced that his favourite restaurant is the same as mine, Le Relais de Venise L'Entrecote. I was similarly dismayed when they closed the Manchester branch and always try to visit when I'm in London. Alas, that one has closed, sadly. Um, So this brings me to my question. I'm not too keen on a bloody steak, so tend to err on the side of medium to well done for my meat. But what is the etiquette when eating in a steak restaurant? Should you just suck it up and still have it mooing so not to offend the chef? Or is it better to tell them how you like it and just enjoy your meal? I look forward to your guidance. Kind regards, Katie. Katie, this this is an absolutely fantastic question because... You're speaking to someone here that was a medium rare steak guy, and I love a steak. I'm now, I've recently been introduced to rare steak, rare's even better. So, um, and 
I'm that person. But Ray's too much. No, it's no, too... no, it's not. And I'm the person at the restaurant that will be like, oh, why are you having it like that? You might as well. But my other side of it is, because there is a lot of places where chefs, I've been to a place in London where chefs refuse to cook it well done, but I think that's their prerogative. If you're paying for it. Yeah, I, I would completely agree. In, in a private house, if, if, you came, if you came to mine for steak, for example, you just have it more or less how I serve it to you. Mm. Um, although a good host should probably ask. Uh, but if they don't, you just take it as it is. But if not, yes, absolutely. You, um, you, in a, you're paying for it. It's your prerogative. Yeah, so just say it's have it well done. I mean, I don't know why you'd want it well done, but Katie, just try a medium medium rare or a medium well medium to well i probably try medium first yeah and, and medium. then drop down yeah i have it rare now it's so good oh yeah get you so mask <laughs> but yeah and uh, you have your steak however you like it and if you go to a restaurant where they refuse to cook it well done then i wouldn't go back there that's my opinion okay is, well is that is, is that us that is us yes right that's, uh, that's it well, right. I'm going to get my flip-flops on and uh, head to the pool. It's a tough life on your on your holiday of the holiday. Yeah, no, it's it was a break. I was only in New York for five days, and then I'm doing four days here. Um, well, Jordan, look, enjoy enjoy your second holiday. Thank like John you. Pres- you're like the John Prescott of the holiday world. Eh? <laughs> two Jags Prescott. Do you not know that? Because he yeah, had two Jaguars. He yeah, had two Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah, no, two holid- two holidays north. Oh God. Right. Anyway, uh, we'll be back in the studio. Oh, no, we're going to be back for a a special bonus episode on Friday, aren't we? Yes, we'll see you then. In the meantime, if you've got anything uh, that you want to uh, send us, uh, all the details on sexandmyboss.com. What's the email? You can send your nervous narratives to help at sexofmyboss.com or you can tweet us a message on Instagram at sexofmyboss or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to paper and the address is on the website sexofmyboss.com Right, right. Get, get yourself on that sun lounger. Relax after your holiday. Two sangrias, please, Pablo. Hello g and we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.